0: Welcome, everyone. I'm always so excited to be here for Chat with Crystal, empowered coaching conversations with real women from around the world. We've now switched the the podcast to the first Friday of every month. So it's Friday, March 6th. It's March. Oh, my goodness. It means warm weather is on its way. For those of you who are somewhere south, you might say, oh, it's already warm. But for those of us up in the north, and I'm in the great white north, I'm here just outside of Toronto, Canada. We still have lots of snow, and I'm actually going for a big walk in the snow today, trudging up hills in a place called Purple Woods. It's a conservation area. They do maple syrup. It's just a fabulous. It's a place, great place where I live, but let me tell you, around this time of year, I understand why people start to get the February blues because... We all need sunshine and sunshine does help us, all of us. We all need a little sunshine on our face now and again. So uh, I'm excited to know that the sun is coming our way. And for those of you that maybe are just feeling the blues in your life, you're just feeling bluesy. You're feeling like even if the sun is shining outside, you're not feeling very sunny on the inside And I want to be able to support you. I want to be able to help you. And so if you're on the call right now live, if you maybe you've just called into the webcast or you've called in through a local landline number, all you need to do is press star two on your keypad or on your telephone pad and I'll put you in the queue and I'll be able to open up your lines in just a couple of minutes and we're going to do some coaching together and I love supporting you. So if you're thinking this is my day, this I'm ready to do this, then Just have a little leap of faith, have a little courage, press star two, and let's get chatting today. So I do want to let you know if you're listening for the very first time, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and I'm the founder of the SWAT Institute, Simply Woman Accredited Trainer, and we are now in 45 countries empowering women from all over the world. We are the number one empowerment coach certification in the world on Google. I always say that because, you know, I've never paid for a Google ad. And I remember the first time going on Google and just putting an empowerment coach, and what? I was the first name that popped up. Me? I'm the number one empowerment coach in the world, and my school is the number one empowerment coach certification program in the world. Gosh, we are doing something right. And I love our process. I love the empowerment coaching process that I actually coined about 15 years ago, and I wrote my my third book with Hay House Publishing with the amazing Louise Hay, who is actually still, believe it or not, guest faculty on in our coaching program, our Master Empowerment Coach Certification. And that's because we were blessed with her uh, work before she passed. And I have some great interviews that I did with Louise. And we were given permission to be able to use her work in the school. So she's just one of the most amazing women who mentored me. And it was in 2009. Uh, the Dalai Lama. I know it's so cliche now, but it's real, real true. The Dalai Lama came here to Canada and told a sold out Vancouver Peace Summit, "The Western woman will heal the world." <clears throat> and let me tell you, it created quite a ruckus uh, in in so many ways. First of all, we're not saying that we're more empowered than women who are in Eastern countries, not at all. But we do have more options. We have more choices. We don't get buried from the waist down in stone to death if our husband thinks we might be having an affair. I mean, I'm being a little facetious, but stuff like that is still going on in the world. And you might think, well, how does empowering women in the Western world or how does empowering women change what's going on in places in the world? Well, because we're shining a light on it and we need more and more female leaders who are not competing who are um, collaborating? Who are supporting each other? Who are coming together? Who are realizing that together we rise? What was that saying? I think it was uh, J.F. Kennedy that said, "You know what is it? I forget it." When the tide comes in, it raises all ships. In other words, when when we rise when we rise together, it's just so much more powerful. And that's the work that we're doing here at the SWAT Institute. If you're also thinking, "Gosh, I would love to maybe have a coach that I could talk to every week at no charge." We offer that through our school. We offer an incredible mentorship coaching program. And that's exactly what it is, mentorship. Mentorship means somebody who is more skilled in an area, teaches you, and it's usually at no charge. That's what a mentor is, or you're paying for someone, and then they can still be your mentor. But Louise Hay was truly my mentor. In fact, Louise Hay paid me you know, I still, I think it's just incredible. I think I got paid to write books through Hay House. I got paid to go and speak with her at many of the I Can Do It events. She was a true mentor to me. And that's what we want to provide to you. Um, that's why we do this call on on the first Friday of every month at no charge. I want to mentor you. I want to help support you at no charge. We also offer our mentorship coaching program at the SWAT Institute, www.swatinstitute.com. And that means just go in, pop in your name and email and we're going to set you up with one of our coaches who I have personally trained, spent countless hours with, taken under my wing. She has listened to so many real life coaching calls, she's been given assignments on it. Um it it's just a it's a it's a mammoth program really. It's so comprehensive and so incredible, but before she can graduate, she has to do 30 practice coaching calls. So we give her 10 women, real women, it might be you. And we say we want you to do three coaching calls with her at no charge, just to show her how you can shift emotionally to a higher place. And that's what empowerment is empowerment is about turning the lights up. You feel more powerful and not like a power struggle, not like a control freak. It's not being. To be truly powerful is to resonate in emotions such as acceptance and reason and love and joy and peace. And so that's what we really want to help you do empowerment coaching. What we do is we rather than tackle a problem first, we help shift you first emotionally, we help shift you so that you're feeling more empowered. And then from that higher perspective, we then tackle the problem. You know, Albert Einstein said, you can never solve a problem from the same energy that created it or that it was created in, which means when you're struggling it's truly because you're looking at this situation, the circumstance, the challenge through, through. I'm just going to say it, through lenses that you're not seeing the whole picture and you're not realizing the choices that you really do have around this. Um, sometimes when we're so stuck in the muck, we feel like we don't have any choice. I have no choice. I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. So what should I do? Well, that's where we come in. And that's what I want to help you with today is to show you that, first of all, let's breathe. Let's take a deep breath. Because we also know, here's one some amazing things. We know that when we breathe, and that's why psychologists will say, when you're feeling anxious or you're feeling stressed out, take 10 deep breaths. Inhale for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. And do that again. So why don't we all just do that right now? Take a couple of deep breaths. Here's what's amazing. Scientists have proven that when you take those nice deep breaths, you actually begin to release the opposite hormone of cortisol, the opposite hormone of adrenaline, which is something called DHEA. Now, that's a big, long word. We're just going to say DHEA. And we actually know that it's almost like a teeter-totter. When adrenaline goes up, which adrenaline breaks down into cortisol, and cortisol is the pillar of aging and obesity. That's why you can be running marathons, and you can be eating broccoli like it's coming out of your yin-yang, and you can say, I don't understand what's going on. I'm not losing weight. I don't feel good. I don't have energy. Well, number one, maybe you're just so stressed out, and that stress releases, like I said, the cortisol, the adrenaline, and you know, it, the opposite begins to happen when we breathe, when we take that really slow, deep meditative breath and just fill your lungs up. The teeter-totter switches, the cortisol goes down, the DHEA goes up and you start feeling better. So before we do coaching, I always say to my coaches, take some deep breaths yourself, get grounded, put two feet on the floor. So let's all do that right now. And then we're going to go to the phone lines. If you're wondering, how do I get on the phone line? How do I chat with you, Crystal? Well, get on over to the SWAT Institute and sign up for Join the Tribe. We'll send you details before the next Friday of the month, the first Friday of the next month, and and you can call in. We'll give you either a local landline number, or you can come right in on a web call. You can actually join, or you can just listen, be a fly in the wall and not even get coaching. So without any further ado, because I'm a chatty Kathy, my husband always says, it's kitty, kitty chat with the kitty cat today. I think it's cute. Chitty chat with the kitty cat. I'm the little kitty cat. And we're going to have a little chitty chat today. So again, if you're listening, you're on the web right now, or you're listening right here on the conference line, star 2 in your keypad, it'll put you in the queue, and hopefully we'll be able to do some coaching with you today. So I'm going to control things here, and I'm going to unmute the very first person who raised her hand, and sometimes we have a different phone number than, a different name than shows up, but I think it's Carol. Hey, Carol, how are you? Hi, I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Great, it's so good to hear from you. So, Carol, tell me... Tell me what's going on for you today and how I can support you, or at least what you're thinking Um, is going on.
1: Well, What really hit me, I mean, I've been meaning to tune into these. I'm often at work on a Friday, so I haven't had a chance. And then Madeline's email came in this morning just saying, you know, is everything okay? Maybe you don't know what's wrong, but Mm. is something not quite right? You know, and I know for sure I am struggling with one thing in particular this week, Um, but in general, I don't. I don't step up into my power enough. I don't mm-hmm. live up to my potential. Mm-hmm. And I am, um, I would say in general, a really positive person. Uh, after, you know, reading and listening to and everything, I know I stay in mother energy a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to be positive about it. And well... As long as they're taken care of, then I'm okay. And so I don't think I really acknowledge maybe if I do have a problem. Yeah, so, you know, it's busy just staying in mother energy. Yeah, it's so
0: interesting. So you sort of just said it yourself. You know, you you said, this is what's going on. I'm in mother energy. For those of you who have never heard that term before. I wrote a book called The Emotional Edge. You can actually go on Oprah.com forward slash inspiration forward slash emotional age quiz. And you can take my quiz on Oprah.com and find out what predominant energy do you show up in. And I just broken them down into three, three simple energies. We have this parent inside of us, and you could be 20 years old. You could be 80 years old, and I call it your mother energy for women. So you just carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. You just seem to know what people need sometimes before they even know what they need. You're 10 steps ahead. You're a thinker. You're a doer. You're a giver. You're a giver. You're a giver. And you have Uh this, this sort of idea that if I give enough... And, Carol, I'm just going to say it this way because it's not about you. It's about all of us when we're in Mother Energy. If I can yep. just give enough, I'll be enough. They'll love me Right. Enough. Well,
1: maybe so, you
0: know. So let's talk about what's going on for you and how you're feeling. If, if you were to say, you know, if it didn't make you a bad woman, it didn't make you a bad mother or a bad wife, a bad daughter, a bad sister, a bad anything, what are you feeling just deep down inside when you take a deep breath and you just sort of travel down into your body? And you let yourself just sort of speak back to you. What do you feel just under the surface? What's the emotion that you feel?
1: Um, Is unfulfilled an emotion? Say that again. Am Maybe. I supposed to... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is, is unfulfilled
0: an emotion unfulfilled? or is that more of a, sure. a mental? Well, you no, know, but let's travel down into your body and say, okay, that's okay. Like you're saying, I feel unfulfilled. Okay. What does that unfulfillment feel like? Does it feel sad? I feels like disappointment in disappointment. myself. Yeah, I feel disappointed. And interesting Disappointed? Mhm. Interestingly, you mm-hmm. said disappointed in myself. You're not just disappointed. You don't just feel sad about the state of things or a little disappointed in things right now. You actually feel disappointed in yourself. So it's like you have a you literally have your own metaphorical whip and you don't even realize it, but you're whipping yourself because you're disappointed yeah. in yourself. So Gosh, that's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to feel like you're just always kind of under the surface feeling a sense of disappointment.
1: I think when I acknowledge it, it's hard, but I I don't think I, I go there that much. I think I've got some kind of thing, barrier or something I've built. Like, for instance, when I first took your quiz, apparently I'm in woman energy a lot, you know, know. according to the quiz. Here's the crazy thing. But when I listen, Mm -hmm. but when I see what a mother energy is, I say, well, that's bullshit because you are in mother energy, lady. So
0: (laughs) what are you not even acknowledging? Yeah, I love that. So mother energy lives from the neck up. She is in her busy brain and she doesn't feel her feelings. She doesn't
1: even know she's allowed to feel her feelings, she that's where I am. Like yes. I, you know, I've got the knowledge of, oh, I, you know, as far as everyone else is concerned, be so, um, and just remember, and, mother energy
0: can can raise can raise amazing people. Mother energy can be the best boss. She is so good at lifting other people up and inspiring them. She is the wind beneath other people's wings. She just doesn't do it for herself.
1: No, apparently not. But I don't. I don't see it that I don't because, you know, I stand up for myself very well. I don't take crap. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Well, then let's go with this for a minute. Let's but, talk, tell me a little bit about. Just tell me a little bit about
0: you, Carol. Like, t- okay. Tell me well, a bit about you. How old are you? Are you married, single, divorced,
1: children? Oh, okay. I'm fifty three years old. Yeah. I, um, when I was 40, I thought I was doing maybe, and this is how it came in my mind. So it's probably relevant. Perhaps the first selfish thing I ever did in my life mm-hmm. was leave my marriage, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I know was not selfish, but this is how I put it to myself. If you're going to leave, well, that might be the first selfish thing you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And um, you had a little laugh I, of I, truth. I
0: twi- you do just, when you, when you listen back to this, you'll hear the little laugh of truth. Which is I did right. the first selfish thing I've ever done in my life, so and then there was a little laugh of truth, which is, um, I really did I really have talked to myself like it's selfish, it's really selfish. I left my marriage and i'm I'm selfish, so because of that, I have now had to overcompensate for thirteen years.
1: Yeah, and do you know how I got around being selfish? Mm-hmm. The only way I could kind of justify it? is that I wasn't going to raise two daughters to stay in a place they weren't happy. Yes, So So I I could justify me leaving as long as it took care of what they needed, which was I can't teach my girls they stay somewhere where they're not happy. They need to be empowered.
0: And I love that. Carol, I'm just going to give you kudos, though, because I think sometimes for us women, um, I will absolutely say, and no pressure on my kids because they're grown now and they don't even live at home, But I, when I had those two little girls, oh my goodness, that was like, what the hell? I have to do this for them. I did in the beginning. I did think they're watching my every move. In fact, sometimes I would, excuse me, if my husband was saying something to me that they could hear, and I know that I would think, I don't want them to think I'm putting up with that. So I would actually have an argument to show them you see this isn't appropriate this isn't acceptable because I just didn't want them to know certain things were that I didn't want them to ever think it was okay so I understand that you did do it for them you really did you did do it for them
1: Um, but how old are they now? Now they are 27 and 25. Right so I mean my 11 year old when my husband we sat them down at the table and my husband said to them just so you know I wouldn't be leaving this house if I had a choice Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like you know what perfect you tell them that because I'd rather they know you would never leave them yeah Yeah. and they will take the hit because they do need to know that yeah and my 11 year old hugged me and said it's okay we just want you to be happy
0: yeah and you fear that you still have look at look at that like she was 11 and you know she's 25 now and it's yeah. still emotional for you you just love those girls so much and I I say kudos to you that you didn't know how to do it for you you didn't know how to leave for you you didn't know how to to um really create a life that juiced you up and gave you and made sure your needs were met but kudos to you that you love those girls enough to say I got to get it right for them but the great news Carol is you're only 53
1: how exciting yeah and I mean it was beneficial for me cuz
0: I've never been happier since I left. So it's so, so, so yeah. So now what we can say now is I didn't do it for them. So let's let's actually walk the map of empowerment. So I'm hearing guilt and it is illegitimate. Yeah. It's illegitimate. You need to know that. So oftentimes, you know, you have to realize guilt and shame. Are you actually taking are you taking one of my courses right
1: now, Carol? Are you are, Yeah, I'm I'm in the personal empowerment right. Excellent. coaching program right now I started in September
0: fabulous how exciting so yeah yeah let's just walk up and try to remember some of the things that you've learned which is we know that shame and guilt which are the two lowest resonating and I don't mean that to sound woo woo it just means the slowest the heaviest emotions anyone that's feeling shame yeah. gosh it's hard to get out of bed in the morning when you feel shame when you feel like who I am is no good But guilt is just a little bit higher. And guilt says, and there are just so many mothers dripping in guilt. And guilt says, what I did was no good. So the truth is, you know what you did was the right thing. You know it was. But you're still carrying guilt because no one wants to break up. No one wants to be a divorced mom. No one wants their children to go through, at least not a woman in mother energy a woman in mother energy does not want her children to have to suffer at all right a woman in daughter energy would be like it's my life i've got to do what i've got to do i've got to do what makes me happy kids stop trying to make me feel guilty so it's very different you gotta know like when a woman gets divorced and she's in daughter energy she says don't make me feel guilty I I have nothing to feel guilty about. So it really is dramatic. And I've got to realize I've coached, I might, I'm going to go so far as to say thousands of women at this point in my life. So there's no judgment because I've, I've had moments where I've been in daughter energy. I've had extended periods of time in mother energy, and I know the difference of how it feels to be in woman energy. So let's just walk the empowerment process. And we know that shame and guilt are the two lowest emotions. And when we choose to dial in and show up in that place, we're going to feel we're going to feel some of those feelings you're feeling, that you're feeling we're going to feel some of that like um, numb that's why right. you're not really even feeling when you say like if i think about it but if i don't think about it i'm just sort of numb well that's what stuck is Stuck is almost apathetic whereas like i i don't i just who do you blame so let's let's do it let's not you're not on a jerry springer episode but you have to acknowledge right. and honor honor the story that you told yourself that that still creates that feeling that you you cry when you think about your little girl saying mom i just want you to be happy who do you blame for that who do you blame that that you got into that situation
1: well you know i've done so much i've written so many letters i feel like i don't have any blame left like I'm really having trouble connecting with that. Of course you are. You're in mother energy.
0: Of course you are. Of course you're having a hard time connecting with it because you're in mother energy. (laughs) Mother energy blames no one. You know what mother energy says? I
1: guess I blame myself. Well I mean I don't blame myself. I just feel like well there's no point in blaming. I mean I am where I am. I'm happy. I have a very good life. What's you know what's the point? Except that I don't I don't know. I don't do everything that I want to do with my life, so I'm obviously struggling somewhere. So let's just
0: tell the truth. Where did you learn that a woman shouldn't just live full out, full spectrum? Where did you learn that? Where did you learn? Because you're carrying beliefs. Here's what we know, Carol, is that's why I say when you take the quiz, you can't let your answers truly you can't let your brilliant brain say see i'm in woman energy cuz we most of us actually know the right answers we know woman energy answers but are we living it so if you're living it that's different if you're living it right. and saying when i look at my life i love my life i love the skin i'm in i love the job i'm doing i love the relationships i have i i'm really fulfilled then you probably are are now living in woman energy right if you're not then that's what we want to talk about and again it's not to blame you're not you're not doing it just we're, we could might we might walk up this ladder so fast right now but let's at least walk it which is where did you okay. learn where did you learn that a woman should never be selfish for you to say i did the first selfish thing i'd ever done when i was 40 that's a bold statement and then yeah. you laughed so where did you learn that a woman should not be selfish
1: well, I guess I learned it from my mother, but not because she showed me that. Because she showed me the exact opposite, there you go. and I would never have my kids and my father too. So tell and me that. Stepmother. Stay with that first.
0: They a all showed me. They were selfish. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You made a decision. I will not. I mean, God bless your mom, Carol. I'm not putting your mom down. And, oh yeah. But I know she did the best she could. Blah 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 blah. We're not there that's what we do that's what mother energy does blah 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 I know she did the best she could no she didn't no she didn't she didn't do the best she could she didn't she didn't like that's what you need to actually say to yourself no she failed me she didn't she wasn't she was selfish well
1: she failed me I won't say she didn't fail me I know she failed me but I feel like That's all she had. Like, I know what an incapable person she was, even when we were all grown and she was on her own.
0: Right. And that's your love. So we're not being enlightened yet. We're going to get to the enlightenment. But the reason we get stuck is because we, we don't even let ourselves acknowledge and validate. You know, one of the great ways to release and move out of almost pull the anchor up, like... I used to almost explain getting to empowerment. Like, imagine that you're in a little tiny tribute. I haven't used this word in so long. What is it called? A tribu- tributary. What's it called? Tributary. When it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, and then it goes into like the little, a little stream. Bit of water that... And then it hits the river. And then the river eventually opens up and then it goes down into the ocean. So right. Imagine that you, when you were a little girl, had things happen and you were shocked. You were gobsmacked. You were born into this ocean of love. You were, you were this beautiful, gorgeous, dynamic, amazing, little, beautiful little girl, little child. And almost what happens is we we follow our parents. Like, they're not, we're like, oh, my God, my mom is way up there somewhere. I got to go find her. And we start to take this journey out of the ocean of love, away from it, and we start paddling upstream. We're going against the flow. We're going against the current. We got to go save our mom because our mom doesn't know how I to am. save So we finally get our little boat up there. And we don't realize it, and I'm, I've actually never said it this way. This is just coming through right now, one of my stories. And I want you to imagine that you finally find your mom at some port of call, way out there, in some crazy place, doing something selfish, something, and you're you're you put an anchor in, you drop a little anchor in there, and you finally you get your mom in your boat. Mom, I'm gonna save us. I'm gonna save. And you start rowing, and you were, and you finally, hopefully, at some point you yourself, Carol, who is now 53 years old, has figured out, I don't want to be back there. I don't want I don't live there anymore. I'm not in that space anymore. But we don't realize that energetically or emotionally, we've dropped an anchor. And we get back going along in life. And we get back and we're in the flow. And we're going and we're going to the ocean of love. And we're getting close. But we don't realize every so often something pulls us back. And unless we go back, and I'm not talking about in therapy going back and rehashing all the things your mom did or your dad did or your stepmother did and the ways they let you down, the ways they were. I'm not talking even about having to do all that, but at least acknowledging, wow, things were done when I was young and maybe even yeah. as I got older. That wasn't right. I would never do that to my children. And and has anyone ever really validated and said, yeah, like that was wrong. That was wrong. And I find, I have found in my experience that when we can just name it and claim it with someone we respect, someone, someone that will say, what? What happened to you? What? That's not right. And that allows you to actually validate. So I say you name it and you claim it. And that allows you to actually grieve for your little girl, to actually just grieve the little girl that didn't get her needs met who's never done a selfish fricking thing in her life until she left her <laughs> husband. There's your laugh of truth again, which yeah, is, there that, it is again. that's really what you feel, Carol. I know. it crazy. No, you're normal. Crazy. You're normal. You're so normal. This is what happens. And so we have to go back and we have to acknowledge where we dropped some anchors along the way. And one of the places where you dropped the anchor was back there in a place where it was sad. It was, you were, did you ever really give yourself permission to grieve the could have beens and the should have beens and the ought to have beens? Have you ever really well, allowed yourself to acknowledge like what my life could have been like had I been raised in a more empowered, loving, supportive environment?
1: I feel I've gone at least some of that journey. I feel there must be something left because when I'm unhappy, I would say it's mostly in my work life, in my job. and. Yeah career but there's still something there because I've done a lot of work and I have let go of a lot and yeah. I have acknowledged you know I didn't get what I deserved or needed
0: growing yeah, and, up and I didn't get what I deserved or needed growing up and still to this day I will stay in a job where I'm not getting what I deserve and need but I'll stay in it. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know if, Carol, I actually have a little kitty cat outside my door right now crying to get in I my office. I can hear it. I'm gonna go get her. She okay, never comes good. in here, but Carol, <laughs> Lulu wants Grammy. Hold on. Lulu! <laughs> oh my goodness. Come on in. Come on then. Come on. Oh my goodness. My little Lulu, my little Lulu has become so affectionate. She anyways. So Carol, let's stay with us for a minute. So let's talk about, you're talking about, let's say your work. Where did you learn that a woman should, let's just talk about what you feel like in your workplace.
1: Okay. Um, It's a very, very good situation for me. It's a great boss, you know, can't complain, and seriously, not just because I'm in mother energy. It's a good job. It's yep. a good place to be, but yep. it does nothing to fill me up. It just is passing the time, putting in numbers, you know, sending out invoices. It's very right, okay. You know, by road, it just does not fulfill you. Do fulfill you f- me in any feel, way?
0: Do you feel guilty to leave that good boss? I do. Here you go. There's the guilt. Yep. That's the guilt that you said, but I've worked through it. I know, but that's why I always say rather than tackling the problem or making it about your job or making it about your boss, it's really that Carol carries this energy about her that says other people's needs and happiness still on some level comes before mine because I got a good boss. I got a good
1: boss. Yeah, he's great. And for reasons I can't go into, like it'd be too long, it would be difficult to replace me. It's not an it's not a conceit thing it's just a situation the way it is. It would be difficult for them to replace me. Yeah. And so then I feel
0: guilty. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. There's the laugh of truth again. So I feel guilty. You know, again, it's
1: like, well, you know what? I can deal with it. These guys need me.
0: Yeah. Well, what if you do something selfish? What would that be? What if, what would you do if you could? Let's, we're going to move through it quickly. So if I were to say guilt, I would say, okay, so Carol feels guilty because people need her. And that's a big thing about Mother Energy because being needed is the closest feeling we've had to feeling loved. Yeah. Being needed means like, I have value. Right. So again, who do you blame
1: for that? Carol, just give it to me. I blame my mom. I guess I blame my mom. I I mean, I'm really having a hard time still connecting emotionally with that, but the words are coming up out of my throat. So it's got to be true, you know, like it's somewhere, someone's sending it up.
0: Yeah, somewhere along the way, you know, I learned. Even though I
1: can't feel it or tell you why this is coming out of me.
0: Yeah, and what do you mean? I don't, I can't tell you why I blame my mom?
1: What I'm saying is like, I'm not coming with this big gut-wrenching feeling of, oh, it's my mom, it's I my it. mom. Of course like, not. You you're know, a... I can't connect to it, yeah, but the words you're... are coming out.
0: Because you're in mother energy. And when you're in mother yeah. energy, you don't let yourself feel for you yeah so i'm just going to assure you that the words that you're choosing and the the way that you're reacting tells me that this is this amazing wonderful woman who still resonates resonates in guilt so i would say let's look at what you learned what did you learn growing up about your ability to shine to be the superstar to be on the stage to have a voice to be the boss to lead to lead with love what did you learn
1: Well, I think that I learned sometimes people in charge are big bullies. I think I learned it was safer to be quiet and not be seen at all. Yeah. It's better to just kind of go and, you know, sit in your room and stay out of the way.
0: Yeah. And Um, have you, have you, does that ever make you feel sad when you think about that? Do you ever feel like, wow, that... That's sort of sad. Like, what could have been? What could have been? Carol, If you, I'm just going to move you. I'm moving you through it a little faster than I sometimes do. Yeah, yeah, because
1: this is a short call. And no, I don't it's, not,
0: it's not the speed of, of the call. Of course, monopolize the whole no, thing. No, I would we, never want to do okay, that. Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. But what if everyone's learning right now and loving this conversation? I don't mean I want to well, move you through it faster. No, don't do a yeah, but I'm not saying I want to move you through it faster because of other people. I want to move you through faster because I actually feel like you, your bookends are pretty high, you can get to pretty yeah. high levels of of consciousness. So I want to move you faster. So the grieving okay. would be if I allowed myself to grieve, I would grieve what I learned growing up. Uh, and just grieving, okay. like, what did I learn growing up, I learned that it's better to be invisible. I learned that usually the top dog is a bully, that means you've probably been bullied, your dad was probably a bully, someone was a bully. Yeah, Yeah. Right? So you actually learned that being the boss is not safe. Right. It's not safe. And so I would move you through the grieving into fear. And the fear is it's not safe to be the boss. It's not safe to be visible. It's not safe to be seen. It's not safe. So, Carol, why would you ever quit your job and go out there and follow your dreams? Your brain is saying, are you crazy?
1: Yeah, it's not safe. I think that's where I spend a lot of time in fear. I think that's I think that's where I spend a lot of time.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that fear. What are you afraid? What do you think could happen? Let's let's do a little cognitive restructuring, which is let's just break down what that fear is. So I'm afraid if I quit my job, just whatever comes up for you, don't overthink it. And your boss is never going to hear this. I'm afraid money. I,
1: I'm 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 afraid about the money. Okay. I'm, I'm much like the mother energy. I don't have debt. I have to have a bit in the bank. I yeah. can't. I fear. Okay. I fear money. Okay. I fear not having not enough having money. Enough. Okay. Yeah. I fear not having enough.
0: Yeah. Of course, it always goes back to not enough because that's mother energy is always not enough. Daughter energy would quit her job. She'd be like, I got no money, I got debt, but I hate my job, and I'm meant to shine, so screw it. I'm quitting today. I'm not even giving you notice. So you're the opposite, which, of course. You're- I'm opposite, yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, so I'm afraid, afraid
1: people will think I'm foolish or uninformed, which is absolutely not
0: true there you go that's a great there's it. a great cognitive restructuring what you just did so what you want to do what cognitive restructuring is and i actually learned this from our professor of coaching isabella viskopova she's brilliant if you can get on those thursday yeah. calls with her but i actually learned this from her and this is a, a t- something that is used sometimes in therapy which is well let's actually like break down the chances like is this a probable that you're not going to have enough money is it probable that everyone is going to think you're foolish? Is it probable that you're uninformed? Or is it possible that you won't have enough money? Is it possible that you're being foolish? Is it possible that you're just uninformed? Or is it just a slight chance? Like there's a there's a chance that people will think you're foolish. And there's a chance that you're uninformed. But the odds are in your favor. Right? Okay, so the odds are in your favor that you're going to be just fine. If you weren't afraid, if you weren't afraid and you don't have to make the decision. This is what's so great about this work. I don't say feel the fear and do it anyway. I say feel the fear and let's talk about what you would do if you weren't afraid. Don't do anything yet. But let's talk about if you weren't afraid and you could wave a magic wand. Carol, what would you love to do? How would you like to fill your days? How would you like to make money? How would you like to make an impact on this world? Leave a legacy.
1: Um, I would like to coach people. Yep. I would like to run online programs. Yep. I would like to speak in person. I speak in front of people, which I can now do. I didn't used to be able to speak in front of people, but through all the work I've done, I can speak in front of hundreds, thousands of people.
0: And you have a great voice, by the way, very confident voice, very oh, high resonating you. voice, very powerful voice. So, I can, I'm, I'm, that's why I said, I want to move you through this a little faster. Cause I can actually feel that. So you yeah. would love to run your own programs, online programs, coach people. You've already talked in front of thousands of people before. So, you know, you can do it. Great. Yeah. If you don't ever do this for yourself, if you literally say, I'm not doing it, I'm just going to stay working at this job for this good boss for the rest of my life. I'm never gonna take a chance, even if it's just a side hustle. Even if I start out with a side hustle, if I don't ever do this for myself, how am I gonna feel?
1: Uh, you know what? The first thing coming up and and I it doesn't it's not sitting well with me, but relief mm. comes up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I could let myself off the hook and not right. have to worry about this anymore, <laughs> that'd be so great. Well, but I know that's not it's so, not true no but stay with I that know. that's that's called that
0: relief is like ooh. see I don't have to actually put myself out there so I'm exactly. still in fear so that's still the fear talking the fear is it's too scary so I don't want to move you into anger I don't want to move you into pride and dignity I don't want to move you up into courage I want to just stay in the fear right now And I want to examine some of the words that would be the worst possible thing someone could say about you. Carol, tell me the worst possible things that someone could say about you if you were to leave this Uh, job. Carol is a. is
1: conceited.
0: Conceited. Mm hmm.
1: She's a know it all.
0: Yeah, narcissistic. Who does she think she is? She's a know it
1: all. Exactly. She's a fraud. She's a fraud. She's and, a bad mother. Oh, oh, that one would just get me. Oh, hard. no. Oh, that one would get me.
0: I oh, know. She's a bad mother, selfish, self-absorbed, know-it-all. Who the yeah, hell does she think selfish. she is? Oh, my God. She's a fraud. She doesn't even know what she's doing. Yeah. Carol's yeah, going to coach exactly. people and run online programs. Carol, who, yeah. who was a fraud when you were growing up? Who was conceited and a fraud and took advantage of people? My dad. My dad. I don't want to be anything like phony. my dad. Such a phony. Such a phony.
1: Oh, and I felt so awful saying that about him. Oh. Yes,
0: yes. So, Carol, I want you to just try this for a minute. Just for like a couple of... Just a minute with me. Just say it out loud. Just say, I am a, a, a conceited, narcissistic fraud, just like my father.
1: I am a conceited, narcissistic fraud, just like my father.
0: Say it again. Say it until I tell you to stop. I'm a,
1: okay. I'm a conceited narcissistic fraud, just like my dad. I'm a big fat phony who say the puts same on thing. a face.
0: Yeah, just say say it just over. Like it. my dad, I'm just like my I'm dad. A big I'm a fraud. I'm a I'm fraud, just like my narcissistic.
1: dad. Yeah, I'm a big narcissistic conceited fraud, just like my dad. Say it again. I'm a conceited narcissistic phony fraud, just like my dad. Say it again. I'm a conceited, narcissistic fraud. I'm a phony, and I'm just like my dad. I'm a big, conceited, narcissistic fraud like my dad. How does that feel? What do you feel when you say that? Well, I feel... I feel it's not true, Mm -hmm. but I feel sad, too. Good.
0: Say it again. I am a conceited, narcissistic, phony, fraud, just like my father.
1: I'm a conceited, narcissistic, phony fraud, just like my father. Say it again. I'm a conceited, narcissistic, phony fraud, just like my dad was.
0: Yeah, say it again.
1: I'm a big conceited, narcissistic fraud, like my dad. I'm a big back. Yep. Say it again. Are you still there, Carol? Carol? I know you're still there. I see you still there.
0: Just, I know she's still there. But, ladies, do you see what just happened? Do you know that you could feel Carol? You could actually feel Carol. And if she comes back on, I hope she does. Could you feel that? Could you? And Carol, I, I can. I still see you. You might have somehow muted your line and not realized it. Maybe you're not hearing me. I'm not hearing you right now.
1: Oh, yeah. I just heard you. It was all silent for me for okay. a minute. There, I'm so glad you hung in there. I'm so glad. Oh you- yeah, I, well because I looked and it's still counting down. I thought, well, I'm not going to go anywhere because I can see the colors still on. But
0: your your but- mother energy just got in there and tried to save you. Like it's so unconscious. <laughs> it was like she's starting to cry. We don't want her to cry. We don't want her to feel sad. Yeah,
1: my <laughs> my mother energy is just that
0: strong. And she just starts laughing now. Okay, Carol Wolf. We saved you. Oh uh,
1: Yeah. That was easy.
0: Don't want Carol to do that. So, Carol, (laughs) do you see what was starting to happen if you'd let yourself go there? Yes. Do you see how much emotion you have and how much energy that it takes for you to prove to the world you are not a conceited, narcissistic, know-it-all, phony fraud? You're not your dad. But there is so much energy that it takes unconsciously to prove to the world you're not like your dad and you're not like your mom you're your own amazing woman you're a great mother you are not your parents but you have way too much emotional charge still that's connected to your parents
1: i think i've spent too much time logically forgiving them yes and i'm feeling it
0: Absolutely. In fact, I think you should do it again. I am a conceited, narcissistic, know-it-all, phony fraud, just like my dad. Let's do it again. Let's not dive okay. out of that so quick.
1: Okay. I'm a conceited, phony, narcissistic fraud, just like my dad. I'm a conceited, narcissistic, phony fraud, just like my dad. I'm a big, fat, phony, narcissistic fraud, just like my dad was. I'm a great, big, phony fraud, just like my dad. Big, narcissistic, Selfish, so selfish, fraud. I'm a fraud. Like my dad.
0: Just like my dad. I'm a selfish. I'm a fraud
1: just like my dad. Selfish and narcissistic and phony. Keep going. Just like my dad. So tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Tries to be so tough. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's a fraud. Just like my phony dad. Mm He's a big
0: phony. Mm Mm-hmm. Carol. No. Yeah. And just so you know, anyone listening right now might say, "I don't understand this. This is counterintuitive. Why would you want someone right. to say something that makes you feel sad?" Because here's what's so magnificent about this trigger work this this pro, this process just alone for fear, just to help someone deal with fear, the energy that we all have over not being like somebody, somebody. We all have somebody. It might be when I was growing up, my mom would say, your dad is a narcissistic, conceited, know-it-all phony fraud too, Carol. My uh-huh. mother would say, my, your father is so phony. He's so fake. He's so manipulative. He's a liar. You're just like your father. <gasps> oh, my God. I, I'm not like my I'm going to do everything in my power to not be like my father. But the problem is then you don't. You're spending so much energy proving to the world you're Mother Earth. You're spending so much energy, Carol, trying to show the world your boss, people in your world. You're like Mother Earth, but you know what the truth is? You're a superstar. You're a superstar, and you're meant to stand on stages and give talks and inspire people. And the only way you're going to do that is if you work through this trigger. And that means you stand in front of the mirror today when you get home, look in the mirror. And you say that over and over and over and over. And if it takes you 10 minutes until you move through the tears and you do have to let yourself feel it. Yeah. And, and you know what will start That's to happen? The difference. Carol, you know, what's going to start to happen because you started feeling it with me and then you switched yeah. out of it. And I always say nothing is by accident that that was unconscious, but unconsciously somehow you muted your line and you were able to pull out of that process. And I think I'm hearing a little laugh of truth, too. Am I?
1: No, you're absolutely hearing that. And that's why I was going to say, no, this is what I've learned today. Stick with it. Stick with it. I've tried it. I've done it. It's like, well, I really don't think I have anything there. No, (laughs) baloney. Stick with it. Yes. That's what you've just shown me.
0: Yes. So you're going to stick with it. And you're going to, and I can't even believe it. I'm doing my podcast one Friday a month, and I forgot to unplug my phone. So now we've had the cat. Meowing. We have the phone ringing. I have my cleaning <laughs> lady here right now, and she's banging a ladder outside my door. <laughs> she's gonna be like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Anyways, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real, Carol. So you know you're much more comfortable laughing. You're much more comfortable way more, just having way a little laugh at that and letting yourself feel sad. And that's where I brought you right back to. Who do you blame, Carol? You blame your dad. I know we said it's not your mom, but you do blame. That's like, why did I have to be raised by people who were conceited, narcissistic, fraudulent, phonies? Why? Well, because, Carol, on some level, they are exactly the parents you needed to become the extraordinary woman you are.
1: Yeah, I guess you're
0: right. I wouldn't be who I am today. you wouldn't and okay. and you're you're a loving, amazing, selfless woman that needs to just get a little more selfish, just a little more selfish and I'm not talking about becoming daughter energy and becoming a narcissist, but you have to have a little bit of narcissism in you to believe that you could run online programs and stand on stages and talk to thousands of people you have to, yeah. I must. Well, you know what? I do. I, so I, I, you own I want you to own it. I want you to own it. <laughs> there are times I've had to be phony. There are times I've had to be a little. Nar- there are times that I think to myself, oh, my God, I just talked about myself for the last hour straight during a teaching lesson. Oh, my God, I must sound so narcissistic. Oh, my God. Even when you were like, well, we don't have to use the whole hour for me because there's other people. That's like yeah. a narcissist would never do that. A narcissist would be like, "Oh no, we can keep talking. It's better to talk about me. Why would why would we want to talk about other people? Let's talk about me." Me, 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 (laughs) me. So I want you to do that. I am a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. I'm narcissistic, self-absorbed, conceited, a phony and a fraud just like my dad. Say it over and over and over and over until finally some little part of you can have almost chuckle, a real chuckle. You've moved through the sadness. You've moved through the fear of being like your dad. You've moved through the anger of like, I'm not like my father. Then you're going to have a little pride and dignity and something is going to click and you're going to say, oh my God, Carol. Get on with it. Right. You got to get on with it. You got to get on with living your life. You got to get on with it. You're 53. If not now, then when? Exactly. If not, you're who? There's only so who? long
1: I can console myself with how old Louise Hay was when she started <laughs> her empire. I know. <laughs> I, I, I always to get going. I got to get going.
0: Yeah. But you know what? You are getting going. And you know what I'm hearing? You just joined in September. You are getting going and you've made sure and I'm going to say you're going to be the most extraordinary coach because you have that mother energy, because you really are methodical and you're responsible and you are going to take it seriously what you're doing. You will never be fraudulent. I have gone out of my way. I probably lost hundreds of thousands of dollars at times in my life because it was more important to me to make sure that I over-delivered for my clients, then anyone would ever say I ripped them off or anyone would ever say I didn't come through. I pride myself in saying, I've had an online business for 15 years and I don't have one complaint on the internet. I pride myself in that. But Carol, there does have yes, to I come a point. Know. I know, but that's, that's your amazing. mother energy. That's your mother energy. But there does have to come a point that I have to be willing to say, someone might not like me. And if I really want to take my career to the next level, there's going to be people who hate me, who write horrible things on my Facebook page, who will think I'm the stupidest coach in the world. I have no business doing what I'm doing. And I have to be okay with that. And that's daughter energy would just be like, fuck you. She really wouldn't care. She'd be like, fuck you. You don't like me. Fuck you. Excuse my language. You would never even say that. Right, Carol? You'd be like, oh, did she just say that? No. Of course you wouldn't i know no i know so i just did that little daughter energy in there just to jolt you
1: okay well <laughs> good to have sometimes <laughs>
0: so carol you're gonna do your i am just like my father until something in you shifts and something in you says oh my god i can be like my father but i'm not my father and we can all be like your father at times and we've all been like your father at times Come on. There's right. times, Carol, that you don't really particularly want to make small talk with someone, but you're at a party or an event and you have to stand and smile and be nice and talk to someone you don't really feel like talking to. And guess what? There's well, yeah. <laughs> another logic truth. That's phony.
1: Yeah. But guess
0: what? We all yeah. have to be a little phony from time to time and we all have to be a little conceited from time to time. It's not the end of the world, Carol right and the energy that you're putting into not being seen because you don't want anyone to think you think you're better than them yes that's it is 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 hurting the world i'm going to put it right out there and say when you don't shine your true beautiful bright light you're actually robbing the world of your greatness and liberating other women so that we get to shine bright because Carol's going to shine bright. That liberates other women. That will liberate other women into saying, yeah, if you can do it, I can do it. Yeah, you're
1: right about that. That's a good way to look at
0: it. Yeah. You know, what is that great line that Marianne Williamson said in her book, A Return to Love? Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. You're most afraid of your greatness. You're not afraid of failing. You're not afraid of failing. In fact, you said, failing would just give me relief. The truth is, you know what you're really afraid of? (laughs) There's another laugh of truth. You're not afraid to fail. You're afraid to succeed. You are afraid. Your deepest fear is how powerful you are.
1: Definitely, because sometimes I've even thought, why can't I just be someone without any big aspirations or goals? How come I have to have these?
0: Because <laughs> it's called divine discontentment. <laughs> why can't I divine. just be happy nine to five? Yeah, because you can't any longer. Because you did that. Because Been I there. Because can. you can't any longer. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. Carol's on her way yeah. to something great. And the fact that you're yeah. even saying Louise, Hay means Carol, you got big plans for your life. I hope so. You know so. Yeah, I know so. So let's work out this fear story that you're just going to turn out okay. to be like your dad. You're 53. If you were going to be like your dad, you would have become it a long time ago. It's true. <laughs> right? There's another My, laugh right. of truth. If you were going to be a conceited, narcissistic, self-absorbed, phony, fraudulent person like your father, you would have done it long before 53. Yes. So we I know happen. now the chances of you being like that are so nil that if we were to put this on a chart and try to chart out the probability of this happening to you, it is so low that I want you to just start thinking about what you would do if you weren't afraid. Just get into that energy. Just start saying, but if I wasn't afraid, and if I knew for sure I could trust myself and I was never going to become like my dad, what would I do? Just stay in that energy for now. Just start thinking, okay, I'm afraid to become like my dad. But if I wasn't afraid that I was going to become like my dad, what would I do? Okay, Um, I'll
1: concentrate on that more. I'll do the mirror work, and then I'll work on what I would do.
0: Awesome. And you know what, before you know it, there is going to start, there's going to come a point where you're going to start to feel frustrated at your job. You're going to start to feel frustrated that, yeah, I have this great boss and it's good, but I'm not, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. That's a good point. That's the great point. I always say to women, when you get to the point that you start feeling frustrated, like I can't do this anymore. And then I say, well, have a little pride and dignity. Your life matters. Your life matters. And if you realized how important you are and how much your life matters your, matters, your joy matters. Your joy lifts consciousness. Your joy and success and happiness liberates other women. What would courage have you do? And courage has already had you sign up for my course.
1: Right.
0: So you're on your way.
1: I am. It's happening. Every, every day a
0: little bit closer. Yeah, you are. And... You know, as we get ready to say goodbye today, all I want to remind you of is we all have a fear story, and that fear is usually our shame story, the thing we never want anyone to know about who we came from. We don't want to be like them. We don't want people to know that we've ever been like that, or we could be like that, or we came from that. And shame, Carl Jung says, is a soul-sucking emotion. It will suck the soul out of you. So work that story out. Own it. Because when you don't own your story, it will own you. When you don't own your story, okay. it will own you. It's your time to own it. I came from a narcissistic, self-absorbed, fraudulent father. Yeah. Oh, well. You still are an angel. Listen, that's the great thing that I finally... i i It's so silly, the different books I've read over the years. And some of them are not the self-help, the really enlightened ones that I think I'm going to get the most out of. I'll never forget when I read that you know, that series, the kids all loved, I think it was like Divergent. And I forget it was I forget the, Oh, I forget the name of the whole series. But I remember getting to the end and realizing like, this angel was born from, from, from the devil, basically from crap. And I remember realizing and really thinking, like, I know, this is just a movie and just a book, and it's not real. But, you know, you can come from the scum of the earth and be the most angelic human being you are not your parents you are your own person and you got some of their dna they gave you your good looks they gave you your brains your dad taught you how to be a narcissistic conceited self-absorbed fraudulent person so if you ever need to fall back on that yeah. you know you got it there in the wheelhouse somewhere I'm there if i need it if you need yeah. it um uh, but you don't you're you're okay so do your work and I would love to hear back from you. Share it in our message forum. Um, come back next, next the first Friday. I may start doing these more often, but come back and let us know how, how you do and how you feel. And just know that you're not your dad, but the energy that it's taking to prove that you're not like your parents is exhausting you. Yeah. Work that out.
1: Okay. I will do that. Thank, Thank you. Know. And, I'll, and I'll let you know. I'll kind of, as, as I work through it, you'll probably see me more anyway because I'm a very in the background person, of don't course. comment a lot, you know? Of course. So, That's
0: why I'm like, do um, I even know you, Carol? Have you ever been on one of my courses? Probably because you were hiding.
1: Yeah, well, I was on the the um, Emotional Edge course the fall of last year, and yeah. I've been in your um, – Great. And I've been on – sometimes uh, if I'm home, I'm on with the camera on. Sometimes if I'm at work, I don't. Okay. So it just depends what – so, but yeah, so if you saw me, you might recognize me, but I've never said a word.
0: There you go. Well, I'm so glad we finally have talked. I love the power in yeah, your voice. I me know you're going to be a great coach. And thank you for believing in yourself because you clearly believe oh, in yourself you. enough that you've signed up and you've decided I'm going to empower other women. I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's my hope. That's my dream. My right. absolute dream. Thank you so much for coming on for being part of the conversation today. I'm going to say to everyone who didn't get on, don't feel bad. It it was Carol's day today, and next time come in early. Interestingly, I you can come on if you come on next time and it is quarter to one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Raise your hand, put yourself first in the queue, and I will come. Straight to you, so thank you, everyone, for being here today. Thank you for those of you who've just been a fly in the wall, listening, supporting us, supporting carol um sending your love and Carol, just know that i'm i i'm I bow deeply, I know it takes so much courage to do what you've done today and and you're you're rising into your woman energy every time you use your voice and you realize that you matter and your needs matter. You really are liberating other women with that being said have an amazing month, the month of March. I'll be back in April, the first Friday of April to chat with you again. Uh, Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, To get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com and remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.